All right, Wall fans. This is the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Welcome to Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. This is episode 10. That's right. 10 episodes is actually 11. I say this every damn episode, uh, but we're, we're calling it 10. It's a milestone. It's a milestone episode because it's 10 episodes, even though it's 11, because we had an episode zero, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm not going to continue to harp on that. Uh, I'm going to warn you. Well, well, first off, this is the first episode of 2017. That's right. Happy New Year to all of you. I realize New Year's was close to a week ago, but this is the first episode. So happy New Year to all of you. Um, and I'm going to warn you. We're going to be a bit all over the place this episode. There's been a lot of stuff going on uh, in my personal life. All good things, but just very stressful things uh, in addition to Zofia, as you all know. Um, and and so, so things are a little all over the place. But you know what? I promise you're going to enjoy it either way. Um, so stick around. Don't worry. We're going to have the same fun content that you love. It's just going to be all over the place. Not that we usually have structure. There's really no freaking structure to this show. It's just me talking to a wall. Hence, go tell it to the wall. All right, let's get into it. Like I said, Milestone Episode 10. I am your host, Sean O'Rourke. Uh, so, a couple of housekeeping things. Like I said, first episode of 2017. Welcome to 2017, all of you. Um, I know it's been a little while, but you haven't you haven't heard from me yet in 2017, so Happy New Year. A um, little baby update. You know, because Zofia, that's that's what we're doing. Little little baby updates here and there, um, and and things are going great. We are. She is almost two months old. It's it's amazing to me. She is she's almost two months old. The time flies by. It, it it's just absolutely amazing. Uh, watching a, a small child grow up and just and the differences day to day and the personality coming out. Still taking just thousands of photos like crazy. I'm <laughs> not really doing much with them as of yet because I haven't had time to edit them. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very picky. I like to edit. Sometimes I throw some photos up. We had some Christmas photos that went up and everything, and you know how it is. Uh, but I will say one thing that I'm realizing, and that, that's part of the reason we're a little behind on episodes right now. It's a full-time freaking job. It is a full-time job. You know, I'm sure you hear that from lots of people. I We have two of us, my wife and I, both taking care of this child. It is a full-time job, especially when they're this young. You know, I... It's going to get a little easier. I realize that, but it's just, I can attest to it. I know everyone out there has heard it. it, it it's it's serious business, you know? It just maternity leave, paternity leave, all this stuff, it's it's ultra important. And and I just, I, I want to convey that to everyone because a lot of people out there realize this, but it is a full-time job, you know? And I'm cherishing every moment of it, but it it, it takes up a lot of time. It does. It does. So have respect to any anyone you know. If you're not a parent out there, if you are a parent, first of all, congrats. I feel for you. It, it, it's work. It's. I have one child as of right now, and it is a full time job. If you if you're not a parent, give some give some just props, mad respect to any of your friends that are parents, and and realize that the reason they can't go out and have a drink on Friday night is they are raising a small human, and that takes some time and effort if you're doing it right. I'm sure you could maybe, you know, throw them in a playpen all day and with some toys and, and you know, maybe that'll do it. Play, I say playpen. That's what they called them in the 80s was playpens. Now they're called pack and plays. It's the same damn thing. Same damn thing. But they're called pack and plays these days. I guess because they pack up. I, I, I don't know. Nonetheless, I guess you could get away easy doing it that way. But if you're doing a decent job, <laughs> it is very time consuming. Um, and I, I hope to God that I am doing a decent job. I know my wife is doing a fantastic job raising this small human um to to be to to be good a, a good person for society 
you know this is it's important these early years so so you know give give some props you know some congrats whatever you you think is appropriate to your friends that do have kids um and again if you do have kids if you're a parent mad props to you because i i know what it takes now i've always known that it's a full time but once you really experience it it's like oh my gosh this is my entire life this is my entire life it really is my entire life is is zofia and and trying to get some some content together uh for this podcast and that's why today's going to be all over the place because i have lots of content but as i was putting together my little kind of pseudo outline um full of little factoidal tidbits i i like i i've been lacking on the factoidal i'm getting good good reviews back on kind of the Seanisms, uh as they've so affectionately been called by by one of our big fans um as i'm throwing this together you know so it there's not much of an outline but this week it's even worse it's going to be all over the freaking place uh so yeah so mad props to all your parents out there. A little more housekeeping. The YouTube page, if, if you're on the Facebook page, I think on the Twitter also, I can't keep track of where we're posting stuff because I, I jump on there. I have someone helping out to jump on there and do stuff, and it's hard to keep track of. But the YouTube channel, I, I always want to say page because I have dealt in, with Facebook for most of my professional career, Facebook and Twitter, and it's it's like page, 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 web page. You know, I dealt with web pages before social media became this the new big thing. Um, but it's channel. YouTube channel, the Go Tell It to the Wall YouTube channel is actually live. There's not a lot of content up there uh, as of yet, uh, but it is live. If you search, you can kind of find it. I did post it to the, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. So you can access it if, if you're bored. Go on there and subscribe. Because uh, honestly, YouTube is, is a little more complex when it comes to all this stuff. Uh, so we're, we are populating a bunch of stuff up there, working on it. But for, in order for it basically to like unlock things, and I mentioned this with iTunes, once you get enough reviews and all that other stuff, it's kind of similar with, with YouTube. Once you get enough subscribers, it unlocks a bunch of other stuff that you can do fancy things and, and like custom URLs and stuff like that. So if you're bored, I know there's not a lot up there just yet. Uh, check it out. Subscribe. There's going to be a ton of stuff going up there, um, and I'll get into how we're going to be getting more stuff up there um, just momentarily. Uh, but but it is live. Please forgive us. There's not a ton of content up there, but it is coming. The YouTube channel, as promised, I, I said a few episodes ago. I well, three the two episodes ago that within the next two episodes we wouldn't have it live, and it is currently live. Uh, I'm just getting a little extra help because YouTube is a little bit foreign to me, um, and but we're we're getting videos up there all original content maybe we'll throw something up there that's just funny uh whatever it might be but it, it, it there's content coming so check it out go on there subscribe help us out um and if you don't want to subscribe yet that's fine too wait until there's some content up there but check it out there's going to be some fun stuff as i've mentioned in the past we're going to focus kind of on being a young father i like to think of myself myself still as as young uh but being like a young father raising a child but then just some other fun stuff too maybe some rants maybe you know fun little interviews whatever it might be we're gonna get into it we got the gear uh and, and we're working on a new studio which brings me to my next point another reason <laughs> and i've been so busy lately is if it's not if it's not stressful enough to to have a child again my wife has gone through the majority of that work because she had to actually have the child. I'm just helping. I'm taking care of the child. Um, but to have a child, if, as if that wasn't stressful enough, we decided to sell our house. Uh, it simply wasn't big enough. It, it was barely big enough for my wife and I, and then we brought another child in. We also have a dog and a cat that run around and just create all kinds of havoc. Uh, so we sold our house and purchased a new house. Actually, today, 
the day that I am recording this, uh, we officially own our new house. We actually don't own the house that I'm currently in anymore. It was officially sold about a week ago. Uh, we are technically renting back from the new owners uh, for the next couple weeks until we get into our new house. If you know anything about home selling and buying, that doesn't sound weird to you. It may sound a little weird to you. Uh, if you, if you know if you're not familiar with that process, um, hell of a process too. By the way, I mean talk about stress. It, you know, putting a house on the market and then trying to find a new house, and and we're doing it all at the same time. I think it's a little easier if you're just trying to find a new house. Uh, but we we had to kind of kind of double duty here, and and so many things going on at one time, um, which is just just absolute uh, absolute madness. I'm looking at the GoPro. It's kind of out of whack here. Um, I, I, hopefully it's, I don't know, you guys don't even see these damn videos anyway. Uh, you will once, once we get the YouTube fully up and running, there will be many videos up there. They may not be the episode videos. Who knows? I, I, who knows? This is all just kind of for my own edification. Um, edification, maybe that'll be a new Seanism. Uh, anyway, because of that, as of next week, we're moving, uh, to a new house, which means I get my full studio back, my office and studio, I will no longer have to share it with Zofia, uh, so we're gonna have a little more time, a little more fun, a little more resources, which is always good, uh, as far as getting this content and these episodes out to you, and not only the podcast episodes, but the YouTube content as well, so keep an eye out for all of that, I'm really excited about it, we're getting some new gear, um, fortunately, because I'm going to have more space, be able to do some more stuff, uh, so really excited about that, so look forward to, I know it, this doesn't affect most of you that I'm going to be in a new house, but how it does affect you is we're going to have a new studio, uh, Go Tell It to the Wall is, is moving on up, uh, literally moving on up because the house is much bigger, the studio is going to be bigger, and we'll be able to, to kind of have more free reign as far as getting, getting fun stuff out to all of you, uh, so look forward to that. And then, we'll, like I said, the YouTube, but we'll also probably start using more of these videos because it's going to be, right now, if, if I was to post these videos, you'd see like a changing table in the background and all this other stuff. And there's a cat running around and there'll probably still be a cat running around. I'm not going to pretend that's not going to happen, uh, um, which is funny because we have a little little bit of some, some social content to get into uh, when it comes to cats and stuff, and which I think everyone out there will enjoy. Um, so looking forward to that. And again, that's why what's consuming a lot of my time is personal. I said, you know, I said personal life is, is taking things up all good things, uh, but very time consuming, raising a daughter, selling a house, buying a house, going to be moving into that house very soon. Uh, so this is just taking up a lot of my time. Um, anyway, one more housekeeping thing. I, I, I think I've mentioned this previously on an episode. I got to go back and double check. I know I've posted it to the Facebook page. And we're, we're still working on getting getting it like nice and fancy and pretty. Uh, but we do have a Patreon page now. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it's essentially like a way for, for people to, to donate, you know, give money uh, to support like so, social, I don't want to say social, like kind of podcasts, YouTube uh, influencers, stuff like that. So we do have that page live, uh, you know. There is some money that goes in. I'm not going to pretend like it costs a bunch of money to do a podcast. It really doesn't. There is there is some overhead involved. Uh, obviously, gear. You know, we're we're getting new gear here and there. Um, and there is there is hosting fees and and all this kind of stuff that goes into it. So, if if you like the podcast. Even if you don't, but you just, you know, have some extra money you want to throw around, uh, check out that Patreon link. Uh, it is on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. We're going to beef it up a little more, share it with your friends. Again, I'm not expecting a bunch of people to go on there and donate money. We These things are usually kind of sponsor funded, which which we're also working on. But since we're only 10 episodes in, 
Uh, we're not quite there yet, but we are getting toward that. However, the Patreon page is live, uh, so if you're interested, check it out. It's on the Facebook page. We'll probably I'll probably post it again. I'll, I'll get get them up there, putting that up so that everyone can see it, uh, and it's going to continue to get kind of more dynamic and, and have some fun stuff on there. In addition to it, and it's not, it is, you do get something in return, uh, which we're working on, and there's a couple of little incentive things, whether it be mentions on the podcast, you can guest on the podcast, depending on how much you donate. Uh, so check it out. It's a Patreon page. You can link directly from the Facebook page. It, it has a URL itself. I'll, I'll start pushing that individual URL itself at some point. Uh, but until then, we're just going to continue linking it through our social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. YouTube. Well, like I said, we've got a YouTube channel now. Uh, maybe by the next episode, we'll have some, some other kind of cool social platform. I don't know, whatever, that Snapchat. We'll probably never use the Snapchat because I don't freaking understand it. Uh, but maybe there will be something we use. Who knows? Keep an eye out for it. Anyway, that's it for housekeeping. Let's get into some of the beef of the episode here. Uh, so, looking at social platform stuff, you know, usually like the Twitter and all that junk, uh, there was a fun thing that I found. You know, I like to find these trending on Twitter things. Sometimes they're ridiculous. Gray Sweatpants Challenge, ridiculous. Uh, sometimes they're very funny, like the things you shouldn't say. I can't remember that exact hashtag, but the thing about the stuff you don't say during sex, hilarious. Uh, I came across a fun one. There was a fun one that I found. It is hashtag signs your cat is not of this world. Now, we all know, everyone out there that's used the internet know that the internet was built on cat videos. I'm exaggerating there. It wasn't built on cat videos, but that is something that is constantly referred to uh, being consumed on the internet is cat videos. So this is one of those fun uh, those fun hashtags. Or if you go on Twitter, search it. You can probably search it on Facebook and stuff. I just happen to be looking through Twitter. And people are posting videos of their cat acting absolutely insane. Some of them are gifts that I've seen before, you know, it, it, just fun stuff. But check it out, especially if you like cat videos. Even if you hate cat videos, check it out anyway. I don't know why you'd check it out if you hate them. Don't do that. If you don't like cat videos, don't check it out. Uh, or cat content if you hate cats. My brother-in-law hates cats with a passion, which I like to tease him about constantly. Uh, but if you don't like cats, don't check it out. If you do, if you're entertained, uh, hashtag signs your cat is not of this world. It's on the Twitter. Check it out. Not that there's a lack of cat videos on the internet, as we all know. Those are, that's one of the few like funny video content things that I do get sucked into on the internet. Now when I say get sucked into, I spend like 10 minutes and I'm done. Not these people that somehow spend, you know, go down the YouTube hole and spend hours on the internet. I can't do it. But it is funny. Check it out. Just wanted to make sure. If if you weren't aware, most of you probably are. I'm way behind. I'm way behind on things. It takes me a while to catch up, you know, especially because I spend most of my day changing diapers and, 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 and all that kind of fun stuff because, you know, that's just part of being a dad, part of being a parent. Uh, another thing trending on Twitter is hashtag High Castle. Now, I, I think I have this in the TV section as well, so I don't want to get into it like crazy, but it's it's Man in the High Castle. If you haven't seen this show, it's an Amazon original. I actually have, I, I watched like 20 minutes of an episode. I think my wife, this was a few months ago, my wife and I got home from something and we're like, let's try watching this. We're both exhausted. Uh, so not for lack of the show being interesting, but we just, I, I, like both of us fell asleep, couldn't get into it. And I've been meaning to go back to this show uh, quite a bit. And it seems that it's trending on Twitter, which means that it's probably gaining some popularity. So check it out, especially to be on the ground floor, because if you're like me, once everybody in the world is watching a show, it, it, it not only makes you kind of like, eh, I don't need to watch what everyone else in the world is watching, but it raises those expectations. And I, I think Man in the High Castle is, a, is probably a great show because of the traction it's getting. 
Um, but get in on the ground floor. Check it out. Amazon Original. You know you know you have Amazon Prime because everybody has Amazon Prime. It's it's just like a necessity these days. Uh, and, and, and it's free with Amazon Prime. You can watch it on your tablet, all this other stuff. You know, if you have a smart TV, I haven't made the leap to the smart TV yet simply because my our current TV just works just fine. Uh, but if you have a smart TV, you can watch it there. You can watch it on your computer. You can connect it. You know, if you have a Chromecast like I do or an Apple TV like I do or a... I think I have something else connected to TV. It's hard to keep. Oh, we have like a smart TV. All those things, you can do it. You know, get that content on your TV because it's good content from what I keep hearing. Uh, and I might mention that again later. Like I said, this this episode's all over the place. I think I have that in the, the TV section. <laughs> My little fake outline that I kind of put together, and and it doesn't. You know, it it's. Let's. I'll be honest. It there's not much to it. Uh, it just keeps me from being too tangential as we go throughout the show, uh, because as you all know, we go on quite a few tangents, and I have to find a way to bring it back. Otherwise, the show would be entirely tangents instead of about 95% tangents uh, as it as it stands right now. So another thing happening on the social media, and we're going to get into this. I actually have <laughs> some fun stuff, and there's going to probably be more. Uh, CES is happening right now. If you're not familiar with CES, it is the Consumer Electronics Show. It's going on in Vegas right now. It's where all these electronics companies come out every year, every January, and they unveil like a bunch of new stuff. I'm sure most of you, it's hard to like miss it. Uh, maybe it doesn't get a ton of coverage, like in, you know. And it, I don't mean this in a negative way, but like in the Midwest, I think maybe we get a ton of coverage here because we're so close to Vegas. And 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 maybe personally, I do because a lot of people that work in the industry go to CES, and you know that I know personally. Uh, but I, I want to say for the most part, it, it's kind of like on the news, and this is all electronic stuff that you're gonna hear and see about um, over the next few years. This is stuff that's new, stuff that's coming out, stuff that's just launching, all from an electronic standpoint. And it's interesting because. It, I try to keep track, like as it's happening. It's happening right now. Um, should be ending soon. I, you know, it's hard to keep track of the damn days. I, my my life is diapers, so it, I think it's either just ending or ending soon. Uh, but it, to try to keep track of it on social media is just like impossible. It's it, like, it, and it's great because you see all these fun little things, but to to track it and be like, oh yeah, I want, yeah, so hard to do. Um, but I'm gonna point out a couple fun things that I did find. That came out of CES, again, Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, if you're not familiar with it. Uh, and it's fun stuff that you should be seeing in the marketplace very, very soon. Um, but I, I added that to the social section because you get, like, bits and pieces of it coming out. Because an announcement will come out from, like, a Samsung or one of those big uh, electronics companies. And, and it's, it's, it's all the buzz. Uh, but then you don't hear about it and you see different it, – it's just it's, – it's, it's awesome. But it's just so much information coming at you uh, at one time. It's hard to keep track of. But I do have a couple fun things for you. And next episode, we'll probably have some more fun things because, like, more stuff's rolling out from CES and all that junk. Um, okay. So another thing. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch this up a little bit. I had another thing. And, and oh, and we didn't mention. Uh, so I've got my customary beer sitting here. I'm drinking a little Stone Delicious IPA. That's right. It's called Delicious IPA. Uh, a little bit of a limited run if you're not familiar with Stone. They're, I, 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 personally, I like them. I enjoy the beer very much, but also they're a San Diego brand. Uh, they've managed to kind of, I don't want to say stay under the radar. I think they're everywhere now, but they have not sold out to one of the larger beer companies as of yet, uh, like a lot of these smaller breweries do. Uh, so I'm a big fan of theirs, and they have a limited edition delicious IPA. I don't know. It's, it's like citrusy or something. 
I enjoy beer. I'm not enough of a connoisseur to be like, oh, there's some notes of lemon and coriander in there. Uh, no, I, I can't. It's good. It's good. Just like its name. Delicious IPA. Limited run. I'm drinking it now. Little little love for San Diego. Little love for Stone Brewery uh, and their delicious IPA. So, Stone, get at me. Little sponsorship money. You know, you just got some free publicity to, to, my, to my tens of twenties of... You know, we we're actually a little we're much higher than that as far as the listenership, uh, but my 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 few fans out there will probably be running out to get delicious IPA now or any of your other stone beers that happen to be fantastic uh, because we're talking about it on the show, not really, but that's been a fun little thing, pointing out which uh, which beer I'm drinking on each episode. It's the customary crutch of a beer that I have sitting next to me. I don't even it, it ends up warm by the end of the show because I'm I'm sitting here for like over an hour. And I, I I can't even get through the whole beer because I'm I'm talking too much. I picked it up and I haven't taken a sip yet. But here we go. Anyway, Stone Delicious IPA. Check it out. All right. So another thing on social media. As I mentioned, it is 2017, so we can officially, officially, officially call the end of everyone blaming 2016 for people dying and all of those things. Uh, again, it's not the year's fault. And I'm sure we, we'll probably have like a week and everyone's going to start blaming 2017, uh, especially a lot of friends that I have because January 20th is going to roll around and we all know what's going to happen on January 20th. I, my world's not going to end, but I have a lot of friends who think their world's going to pretty much end on January 20th. If you don't know what happened, what's going to happen on January 20th, um, you know, maybe check the news out. I'm not even going to get into that because we're not a political podcast and the world's not going to end and we're not going to go crazy with it. As I mentioned right after the election, we're, we're just we're going to focus on love, love and kindness, you know, except for when we rant against idiots, uh, which happens because we use common sense here. I'll be honest. I don't have a lot of ranting for this show. Maybe it's because I'm all over the place, but who knows? We got a while left. I'll find something to rant about. Uh, so no more blaming 2016. Just a matter of time before everyone starts blaming 2017 for all the bad things that are happening. But I'm happy we're done blaming 2016 at least because 2016 did nothing to you. Did nothing. Yes, people died, but it didn't come after you personally. Maybe you had some issues. Unfortunately, you're always going to have issues in your life. They're going to happen in 2017, 18, 19, 20, and all the way up until you're no longer on this earth because, unfortunately, that's life. Uh, it sucks. I agree. It sucks. Not all great things happen. Personally, I had a great 2016. Zofia's here. Had a great burn. We still haven't talked about Burning Man. We'll get into that, but we need a guest. Now that we're, now that we're 10 episodes in, I know first few episodes I was like, we're going to have guests. We're going to have guests. I wanted to get to 10 episodes. So now we are going to have guests, especially with the new studio. We're going to have some more room. We got multiple mics and, and all the fun, good stuff. So we're going to get into that, uh, especially some crossovers with Peas in a Podcast uh, that we've been talking immensely about that. It's just, again, schedules lining up and all that kind of fun stuff. Nonetheless, we're done with 2016. So on to better th things in 2017. One more thing on social. I know I mentioned this in the last the last episode uh, is hashtag 22 pushups. I have not started this yet. I was challenged by my brother-in-law, uh, Dante Samadamore of the great Give Me Motion. Uh, I have not done it yet. I haven't started it yet. The thing is, I, I want to I've been so busy, but I want to have some consistency to it. Now that the YouTube channel is up uh, and now that, that we're moving into a new studio and all this fun stuff, it, it, it's coming your way soon. It's coming your way soon. Once it starts, we're going to go like 20, 22 to 25 days. If there's, there might be a day in there where I'm just getting nothing but spit up on uh, and changing nothing but diapers all day and I miss a day. But once we do start it, we're going to keep it going. 
22 push-ups, as mentioned on the last episode, it, it, it's all about veteran awareness, uh, especially, I believe, especially veteran suicide awareness. Uh, so that that's coming soon. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm not pushing it off. I'm, I'm slightly pushing it off just because we've been so busy. So much stuff's happening, but I assure you it's coming. Remember, I kept assuring you that the YouTube channel was coming, and the YouTube channel's here. It's not a lot of stuff on it yet, but it's here, so don't worry. 22 push-ups, coming soon, hashtag 22 push-ups. I still don't like hashtags. I have so much trouble with it. I didn't understand it when they first started coming out. I was like, pound sign? Pound sign what? You know? Because for those of us that aren't millennials, that was a pound sign at one time. Now it's become a hashtag, and, and even I look at, oh, hashtag, blah, blah, blah. I didn't understand it at first. It took me a while. And, you know, I, I know. I'm very curmudgeonly when it comes to that kind of stuff. But hashtag 22 push-ups. Let's get that straight. Hashtag 22 push-ups. Coming soon. Keep an eye out for it. Uh, it's going to be coming your way very, very soon. I just want to have some consistency to it. Now that the holidays are over, now that we've gotten through New Year's, uh, I will have a little more time for it, despite Sophia constantly giving me dirty diapers to change because, you know, that's what happens when you're a baby. You, you poop and eat all day. Sleep, sleep, poop, eat. Sleep, poop, eat. That's basically her entire day. Uh, you know, and there's some playing in there and stuff, but she's so young. Not a lot of that happening, uh, but it's coming. Don't worry. Hashtag 22 push-ups. I am not backing out on it, Dante. Don't worry. I just want to have some consistency to it so I can make sure I'm doing it right. Anyway, moving on to some current news. All right. I know I just said stop blaming 2016, and I'm not blaming 2016 for that, but unfortunately, shortly after the last podcast episode uh, went live, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher did pass away. Uh, So rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. We're going to miss you, Princess Leia. Again, it's still not 2016's fault that she passed away, but unfortunately, she did. Uh, And then it was like the, the next day or two days later, unfortunately, her mother, Debbie Reynolds, passed away as well. If you're not familiar with Debbie Reynolds, you should be. Uh, she is a huge star of stage and screen, mostly stage. She did a lot of stage stuff. She was actually the female lead in Singing in the Rain, uh, which is my first or second favorite musical, depending on what you let me count as a musical, because my absolute favorite musical is Blues Brothers, but I get into this argument constantly with people saying that Blues Brothers is not a musical. It is a musical. Uh, so if you don't let me count Blues Brothers, it is my favorite musical. If you let me count Blues Brothers as you should, then it would be my second favorite musical. Kind of blew my mind. I didn't see it until I was in film school. I didn't see it as a kid. A lot of people watch it as kids and stuff. I didn't see it until I was in film school, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And it's absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen Singing in the Rain, check it out. Uh, but unfortunately, Debbie Reynolds, along with her daughter Carrie Fisher, passed away within days of each other. We're going to miss them immensely. We're going to miss their talent immensely. Unfortunately, these things happen in the world, um, and, and it's very sad, uh, but we're going to remember the, the good stuff that came out of there. Um, and in addition, uh, Carrie Fisher left quite a legacy of, of mental illness awareness, which, as you all know, is a big thing for me personally, and just I'm a big advocate for it, uh, not only because of my personal struggles, but because of what I've seen other people go through. Uh, and I think it needs to be destigmatized, and, and she was a big champion for that. So, so her legacy is going to live on. She's actually had had they're, they're, her her role was fully shot and in the bag for Star Wars Episode Eight. Not that that is important. Life is much more important, but we are going to see her on the screen uh, very very soon. Um, but we all remember Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds very very fondly. Uh, another thing I want to get into, and we might get into a little bit more of this in sports ball. So Joe Mixon, I mentioned him on the last episode. We ranted a little bit. Joe Mixon, who saw fit to punch a teenage girl, college kid in the face you know, fractured her jaw, all kinds of craziness, just ridiculousness. Uh, he got to play in a bowl game since the last episode. 
Yeah, got to play in a bowl game. Actually scored a couple touchdowns. Had a good game. They let him play because Oklahoma has no class, uh, and they don't care that their players hit hit people. I always say hit women because it's so much worse. But really, just violence in general. Like, stop. Stop. Stop the violence. Anyway, he played in a bowl game. Uh, I was very amused at one thing because the entire crowd at one point started chanting, he hits women. So imagine the crowd. He hits women. He hits women. And which I, I was glad the awareness is there. And apparently he and, and the, I believe it was the quarterback of Oklahoma, uh, saw fit to kind of, you know, egg the crowd on as if he was proud of it. As if he was proud that he's a violent son of a bitch who just, who hit a fellow college student in the face. Really, for no, I mean, you know, there's stories that she said something, blah, 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 you know, be the bigger man, walk away. Don't don't hit anybody, especially a woman who's like was literally like half his size. He's a freaking football player. He's got a little strength to him, you know. And we're not talking a, a kicker, who can you know kickers can be a little smaller. No, no, right, running back, big dude, big guy gets tackled a lot, gets hit a lot. So enough, enough. I was happy to see the crowd, but he he has no remorse for this, no remorse for this. Uh, and today, in fact, he announced that he will be going into the draft. So the NFL will have themselves another violent son of a bitch playing out on the field every Sunday. Uh, so stay classy, NFL, because you know you're not classy, and maybe you can get a little bit of that class back that you had, you know, back in, I don't even know when, maybe the 70s. I don't even think it was classy then. It's ridiculous. Maybe that's why they're losing viewership. Get with it, NFL. Get with it. All right, another current news thing, and I've actually got this one printed out. We're going to go into, I'm, I'm not going to go through all of this, but if you haven't heard this story, so there, there's this thing called Coachella. It's a, it's, a, it's a music, they call it a music and arts festival. It's a music festival. It's not really an arts festival. They, they try to pretend like they're, they're like Burning Man. Not even close. It, I like to call it Brochella. Uh, there's definitely a lot of fraternity type guys out there hanging out and, and girls who are just out there trying to get selfies uh, of themselves at Coachella so they can tell all their friends they're at Coachella uh, and probably don't even really pay attention to the music. They take a bunch of drugs and, and think it's fun and all this blah, 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 blah. I went once. I, I will never go back. It's just, it's, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to. Uh, anyway, tickets just went on sale for 2017, I believe, or maybe they didn't. I don't pay close enough attention, but the story I did see Apparently there's a 56-year-old man in Covina, California, which is like way, way East County, Los Angeles County, if you're not familiar with the L.A. area, uh, who put a little Craigslist ad up. If you're not familiar with Craigslist, um, look it up, because you should be. Who's not familiar with Craigslist? I know. Even me, my curmudgeonly self, I'm familiar with it, uh, had, had put up an ad because he has an, an extra VIP pass <laughs> for someone, and it's actually, the heading says free for the right person. Well, let's understand what the right person might be. Uh, so there, there's a little intro here. Okay, and, and it's he's talking about how like he got divorced and he quit his job. And also, it's, it's junk. The midlife crisis stuff. Here's where it gets creepy. And these are his, his, his 20 stipulations for the person that will be getting this free VIP pass. So, keep in mind, the man is 56 years old. Uh, and I'm just going to run through a, fun, a few of these, like, Ridiculous ones. So number one, must be female between the ages of 19 and 25. He's 56. Now, I have no problem if you want to date someone younger, blah, blah. 19 to 25. Okay. Creepy. So a 19, 20-year-old can't even drink with you. So I don't know what kind of drugs he's planning on giving this poor girl that accepts this invitation. Uh, but hopefully no one will, because as we get into this, you'll see why. So, uh, something about an RV. 
Number three on this list, must have fashionable sense of style in the vein of typical Coachella goer. Okay, typical Coachella goer, I don't even know what the hell that means. Come on. You know, if you're a music and arts festival, support some individuality, whatever, I can get over that. In parentheses, though, here's what kills me. I.E. cute Indian headband, small ripped jean shorts, small ripped jean shorts, yeah. Lots of colorful bracelets, etc. Now, if you're a fan of the podcast, you know how much problems I have with all of this. Not only because it's not supporting individual individualism. Small ripped jean shorts, okay? The biggest one of them all there. Cute Indian headband. First of all, we don't use the term Indian. I know I said I'd never use it. I'm referring to, I'm quoting this. Uh, essentially referring to an indigenous person's style, like headband or whatever. Fe- I guess a feathered headdress. I'm not sure. Nonetheless... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, Okay, so I'm trying to look. Oh, number five. Must keep hands and feet moisturized at all times. Hmm. Why would you care about that? Uh, Must be open-minded and opportunistic. (laughs) I think we've established that, sir. (laughs) This person needs to be open-minded and and opportunistic in a different way than than what you think you're asking here. Uh, Here's where it gets really creepy. Must be okay with periodic hand-holding, perhaps during certain sensual songs and while walking into the festival initially. Oh man, and it gets worse. Fingernails and toenails must be nicely painted and harmonious with general color scheme of outfit. <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right when you think it can't get creepier. Being social is fine, but no excessive fraternizing with other male festival goers and most definitely no public affection with other festival goers. Violation of this rule results in immediate removal of Tropic Motor Motel Room privileges. And he said something about the motel he's staying in and and the room you get to stay in. So, not allowed to talk to other guys. Or even pretend like you're talking to other guys. Or you're going to be out on your ass. That's what that says. Periodic moments of extended eye contact. Ah, that's creepy. Someone you're just meeting and you got to stand there and stare in there. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, man. Allow me to brush your hair once per day. Not mandatory, but encouraged. Oh, boy. I don't even brush my wife's hair. I, I, I just don't. Um, and that's, I mean, it's fine. If, like, if you're into that, if you're, but again, not some random person you're finding on Craigslist. Uh, okay, must not be into drugs pot. Okay. He's probably got some date rape drugs planned for you. So if you're into this, you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> Here's where it's crazy. Must take a minimum of four photos of us together and post them to your Instagram account. Didn't even spell Instagram correctly. I am so out of the loop on social stuff. I know how to spell Instagram. Didn't even spell it correctly, but ridiculous. Like, this guy needs a freaking friend. Um, actually, he probably needs a shrink, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, and when he's just when he thought he couldn't get any groovier. Uh, any personal grooming such as toenail clipping, eyebrow plucking, or lipstick application must be done in my presence. Yeah. So. It's it's hard for me to even get through this. Another one of these. At some point, at some point in time during the festival, you must tell me that you didn't know how good this would go, but you're actually having a really good time. So he's asking for some young girl to lie to him. Um, and so that that's once. At least twice during the festival, you must tell me in a playful manner that I am naughty. And I am naughty is in quotations. That's right. So ladies out there, if you're between 19 and 25, uh, you can have this winner. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, hopefully you make it back from Coachella because I, I just, I, I, I can't. And there's a few more on here. 
But this this is real. I I mean, you know, I don't know for a fact that it's real. I I, I got to do a little, but it, supposedly it's real. It, it's floating around all over the place. Uh, but have fun at Brochella and watch out for for fifty six year old. Wait, he he gives his first name. His, uh, Gordon or Gordy, as he refers to himself. So watch out for Gordy out there if you're going to Brochella. Um, because you know, creepy, creepy, creepy. Um, and maybe just stay off of Craigslist. <laughs> I would recommend staying off Craigslist because there are real winners like Gordy uh, hanging out on Craigslist and posting stuff like that. Um, and, you know, and I I almost want to reach out to Gordy and be like, dude, I'm not interested in this whatsoever. But can you just like fill me in if you actually get someone to do this? Because I'm really curious. Um, and I almost want to go to Brochella and just walk around and go, Gordy! And maybe I'll run into him randomly. Uh, no, it's not worth it. It's not worth going to Brochella. Anyway, moving on. So, you know, we have a little I have a little style section in, in my outline. I need to stop with the style because I don't have any style. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, usually it's me ranting or talking about something that I find weird. Uh, but style got me thinking, and this is actually a big thing right now, uh, is the death of shopping malls. Because for most of you out there that aren't millennials or, you know, if, if you're over the age of like, probably over the age of like 20, you know, maybe a little older, I, I don't know. You know that, that shopping malls are kind of a quintessential part of, of growing up. Kevin Smith, my favorite director, has, has a, a film made years ago called Mall Rats. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, but most of you that are listening to this, unless you're under the age of like 20, maybe 25, um, you, you know, you, you grew up going to malls. That was like the place for, for teenagers to hang out. You know, when I was a teenager, I was like, oh, let's go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. Uh, Robin Sparkles, if you're not, I'm not going to get into who that is, but Robin Sparkles even had a song about it called Let's Go to the Mall. Look that one up if, you, if you're not familiar with it, because you should be. It's, it, it, it's fantastic. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff out there about the death of malls and, and the effect it'll have on, on kind of the youth. Um, and not, not necessarily like a negative effect, but it's just different. You know, that was a quintessential part of, you know, if you're my age or older, that was a quintessential part of growing up. Uh, and it's, it, we're nearing a point where it's just going to be gone. And the reason for this is what they, they call them anchor stores. So you go, when you go to a shopping mall, you know, you have all these little stores, you know, kind of in the middle of the mall. At, at, at certain ends of the mall, you have these big department stores like a Macy's, a Nordstrom, a, a JCPenney, uh, Sears. You know, Sears used to be like the place, man. Like that that was the spot. You got everything there. Tools, clothes, everything, appliances, Sears. So n now that these anchor stores are struggling, it, it's really putting putting a heavy load on shopping malls. Uh, and I just found it interesting that, that youth today are kind of getting a different upbringing because that was such an important part of, of, of my youth and, and, and when I was a teenager and that was the place we went and hung out, you know, you had, you had a little girlfriend when you were like 14, you know, oh, he, mom, can you, can you take us to the mall? And you go walk around the mall holding hands and, and all that kind of good stuff. And, um, you know, that <laughs> we're, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that one alone, uh, because who knows, who knows what was happening at, at, at malls. Uh, but we'll just, we'll just leave that alone. Uh, but I just found it interesting to kind of watch how this is going to progress. One thing that, that was interesting to me is, is I, I do a lot of online shopping. I do a lot of Amazon shopping. I think I've mentioned in the past, uh, you know, especially when it comes to like little stuff and stuff that you just like want delivered. We actually get baby wipes uh, delivered on sub uh, subscription. Amazon has like a subscription thing where it just automatically gets delivered. You don't even have to tell Amazon to deliver it. They just they bring it to you. You tell them how often to bring it, uh, which is fantastic. You know, and, and I, I know I've said in the past, like, there's a lot of these big electronic uh, retailers like Best Buy and Fry's that actually match online pricing, including Amazon. 
So a lot of times I'll order something on Amazon, but a lot of times I'll also, I, I, I want to just go get it from what they call a brick and mortar. That's what you call the, you know, these stores that are actual stores as opposed to online marketplaces and everything else. They call them brick and mortar. Uh, so I, I like to go to those. But the, like the one thing that I pretty much never get online, and granted there are a few things because I wear the same damn American Apparel t-shirts. Like they, they come out the same no matter what. Uh, you know, Vans shoes, I know my size. So sometimes I'll order stuff like that online. But there are certain things like clothes. When it comes to jeans... You can have the same damn cut color of jeans, like two different pairs, same size, cut, color, and they may not fit the same. They just, they may not. Those are the type of things you, you just, you, you gotta go try on. And that's, I actually enjoy, I don't, I don't want to say I don't like going out for an entire day. I mean, I can't do it, but I, you know, I don't mind going with my wife. We'll, we'll go to Macy's. We're, we're big fans of Macy's, uh, just cause we can both go shop there. Uh, you know, she'll hit her stuff and it's like, Hey, what do you, babe, what do you think of this? And she, you know, she does the same thing. Honey, what, do, what how's this look? Uh, and, and you actually try it on, you know, now granted because of my OCD, I come home and everything gets washed right away. Even if it has tags, on. I mean, I take the tags off, uh, but knowing someone else could have tried it on it, I wash it right away, but I, I enjoy like actually trying that on. And the fact is if I was ordering jeans, I wear nothing but Levi's. If I ordered Levi's, I'd probably be sending half of them back. Because you, you don't know until you try on jeans. It's one of those things that it's 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 a certain fit. It's a certain fit. You know, you can't just order a size. Uh, so I'll be curious to see what happens over the next couple of years. I don't think brick and mortar is going to completely disappear. Uh, but like I said, it's interesting for the youth. And it's interesting to kind of see how they transition and, and keep up with everything. Now, granted, most of those retailers also have online stuff. You know, so I'm sure that's helping them. Uh, helping them as well. So and we're going to kind of track that just because I find it interesting. Most of you probably don't care, but you know what? I care. I think it's interesting, so you're forced to listen to it, unless, of course, you turn this podcast off, uh, which you may have already done at this point. And I'm talking to nobody. I'm just literally just talking to a wall. No, I know some of you are still out there. We're we're still getting some good feedback. We've got a lot of subscribers uh, and a lot of listens, and we're going to continue going. You know, YouTube channel, another platform, already in the works. It's coming. Lots of episodes. You've already, you've you've stuck with us for for. Well, up to episode 10, 11 episodes, I'm, I'm just, I know, it gets complicated every time. You've been here for 11 episodes, uh, and it's, it's, I feel like it continues to get better every week, every episode. We've, we we missed like a week or two in there because Zofia was born and holidays and blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, moving along. So a little bit of TV, film, books, junk. Uh, I mentioned on the last podcast episode that I was reading Ready Player One. Fantastic book. I finished it up, obviously. It was not a super long read. I finished it up, obviously, since the last episode. Uh, and I will say it is a fantastic book. I highly recommend it to any of you. As I mentioned on the last episode, it is it is a pretty easy read. It, it's, a, it's a little geeky. You know, I use geeky affectionately. Um, a lot of my friends are like, into video games and comic books, and it's very geeky, and it's very 80s pop culture, uh, and video game music, you know, TV geeky. Uh, it's, so it's fantastic, but it's easy to read. It's it's not super... Con- like And... It, and it's a fun read. It's not like reading a kid's book. Don't get me wrong, but it's you know sometimes I read some of these books. Like I've read a lot of Tolkien, and it's it's hard to you got to like focus. You got to focus, focus, focus. Otherwise, you're missing something small, uh, and and then something doesn't make sense later. Ready Player One is very interesting, but it, it's also an easy read, which is fantastic. I, I know I have a lot of friends that have also read it and enjoyed it greatly. So if you have not read it, check it out. Ready Player One. I will say one thing toward the end of the book, and I'm not going to get into details because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. <laughs> there's like, there's some sequences where I could see like, okay, you know, maybe like, is this what comic book kind of geeky people, you know, is this how they read it? And it got very like descriptive when it came to like 
video game sequences, and I was like, okay, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. Um, but outside of that, fantastic read. Um, and it, even that wasn't that negative. It's just I happened to, I was like, okay, you're getting very descriptive about this particular thing. Like, I, I don't need this super serious description of what is happening in this very moment. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Uh, happens toward the end of the book. Uh, up until then, it really wasn't a lot of that happening. Maybe I just wasn't noticing it. Um, you know, who knows? But check it out, especially before uh, the movie comes out. Because I always say read the book before the movie comes out because there, there's not a single movie on Earth. Lots of great movies that are, like, on, they're, they're great on their own, but I have, I've yet to find a movie that was better than a book it was based on. You know, and I know that's the cliche. Everyone says that, uh, but I'm on that bandwagon. Doesn't mean don't see the movie. Doesn't mean the movie's not fantastic. The book is better. Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump, all these books. They're so much better than the movie. The movies are fantastic on their own, uh, you know, but the books are better. So read Ready Player One before Spielberg gets his film out, and then you're, you know, forced to just watch it on the big screen. I'll be watching it because I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I think it's a fantastic read. It, you know, they have it on Amazon. Get it for your Kindle. Get a hard copy of it. Whatever. It's, it's out there, uh, which reminds me. And so I started reading another book, which I'll get into. I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you what book that is, but another book that I'm going to read after that book. Uh, apparently, The Dark Crystal, if you're familiar with it, Jim Henson put out a movie back in the 80s. It was a kid's movie. It was kind of a creepy kid's movie called The Dark Crystal, and there's apparently uh, some companion books that are happening right now. I haven't had a chance to check out, but I know some friends of mine um, have been reading them. And uh, I'm going to be checking that out as well. So look forward to, to kind of me ranting and talking about more books, I guess, you know, because it's fun. And I, and I like to make sure, you know, if I enjoy something, I want you guys to enjoy it. Which brings me to my next thing. I'm going to skip Man in the We talked about this. Man, eh, it's enough of Man in the Castle. Once I get around to, to actually watching more of it, maybe we'll talk about it more. Uh, kind of the way we have, like, Game of Thrones and, and Mr. Robot and stuff. <laughs> One thing I, I will admit... And, it, and you know, I, I when I was looking, thinking about this, I was like, I'm I'm not ashamed to admit. What? There should be no shame in this. It's just kind of funny because anyone that knows me, or if you even if you just know me through listening to the podcast, you wouldn't think that I would watch this show. But I'll tell you right now, when you're stuck at home with a newborn, you know, it, it is extremely time consuming. But like w- when you're just you're holding the baby, and you know, my wife is constantly feeding the baby, and you're changing diapers. Like you 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 look for something to have on in the background. And as I've mentioned in our household, we are cord cutters. We don't have cable. Uh, I have an antenna, so I'm able to watch, like, network shows and network TV and news and everything like that. Don't have cable. Consume everything through, like, Hulu, Netflix, uh, various apps within Apple TV, within Chromecast, and, and all this other stuff. So one thing that my wife decided to start watching uh, a few weeks ago now is a show that was popular in the early 2000s called Gilmore Girls. That's right, Gilmore Girls. And I w- like I said, I was going to say I'm not ashamed to admit. No one should be ashamed. It just, it just seems very out of place for me to like this show. And I'll, and I'll tell you right now, I don't really care for all of the plot lines throughout it. Um, and I don't mean it in a sexist way, but it, it, it's a very, like, you know, woman-focused uh, show. Women-girls-focused show, which, you know, it's fine. That doesn't mean the guys can't like it. Uh, personally, I just, I don't love, like, the plot lines. I, I get a little tired, like, on that stuff. But I will tell you right now, the characters are fantastic. And the dialogue is fantastic. And... All of you out there listening know that I love Kevin Smith. I, I, I went to film school because of Kevin Smith. A lot of his films are dialogue-based, and I think that's why I love him. And I, I just the dialogue and the writing on Gilmore Girls and the character uh, – what's the word? I'm, look, I'm blanking on a word. Character development. Development. That's a tough word. Can you tell? I'm tired. So many diapers and sleepless nights. Character development is fantastic on the show, and it's, it's, it's highly entertaining. 
So I recommend if you're out there looking for a show, even if you're like, what, Gilmore? Because I remember when Gilmore Girls was out, like, in the early 2000s, and I just, I I wasn't, like, anti-Gilmore Girls. I just, I was like, this doesn't seem like a show for me, and I won't, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say it's a show for me, but if you're looking for something to watch, it, it's all, it's on Netflix, like, the entire series, uh, and, and it, it's it's actually an enjoyable show, and, and I'll tell you right now, I'm going to embarrass him, uh, my father-in-law. <laughs> He came over. He was here around Christmas time. So I was watching the show, sat down, and we, we just were, like, watching the show. And uh, he became a bit of a fan of the show himself. So it's not just me. It's really not. Again, not that I'm embarrassed by it. It's just kind of out of place. Uh, but check it out. Gilmore Girls. It, it's when you need things to watch, you know, especially if you're a cord cutter like like we are in my house. Um, it's just fun. It's fun. You'll laugh. You'll laugh, you know. You you might get tired of the plot lines. I do. I'm like, okay, like, okay, they're, they're having an argument now, like, but the dialogue and everything else is fantastic. Melissa McCarthy's on it, um, and it's almost like a fun game because it seems like everybody and their their mom was on this show, like just little parts. Uh, uh, what's his uh, Abed? I'm blanking on Danny Putty. Uh, Abed from Community was on it, like randomly, and it's just um and. Uh, one of the, the main characters, Milo, he's got a super Italian last name, Venta something or other. He's on that show, This Is Us. He's he's like the main dad on, on This Is Us. He was a main character on that show. And like I said, Melissa McCarthy, like, there's just all these random, and you're like, oh, I and my wife and I are constantly pulling up IMDb, like, why does that person look, oh, oh, they were on three episodes of Friends, or like, they were on Seinfeld for a while, and you, you know, I mean, it's not like Jerry Seinfeld's popping up there, but. These recognizable faces that you're like, oh, or some that are like got really big, like Danny Putty. He got really big, uh, you know, because of community and stuff. So he was on the show before community. And so check it out or don't check it out. I, I think it's funny. I, I, I find it very amusing. I just I just do. Um, I think it's good. So check it out. Gilmore Girls. It's on the Netflix. Check it out. Uh, I recommend it. It's just it's just kind of cool. Um, all right. I'm keeping an eye on the time here. In fact, I'm going to get another sip of my stone delicious ipa so we're running a little short on time for uh we might we might push ces until next week because i've got some fun ces to, no you know what maybe we'll get into what else do we have jesus i told you i told you the show was going to be all over the place and it is it's it's all over the place so we, we got to cut some things because we're running short on time and i can't make everyone sit here for like three hours and blah 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 so we're gonna push some stuff off let's get into ces We'll push off this other stuff. We'll put, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, ugh. There's so much going on. Uh, we're, we're too content heavy on this show, boys and girls. Uh, so we got to do a little better. All right, wall fans. We're uh, so a couple tech stuff. Tech stuff. We're gonna. Do you hear the papers shuffling? Oh, so much papers. It's ridiculous. You would think that. I mean, if only they could come up with something where you could just have everything at your fingertips and you didn't have to. Have pa- well, I like paper. Um, I still use paper quite a bit. I got an iPad sitting here. I got a computer sitting here. But sometimes I just, you need a little paper. And then I can throw it on the ground and scare the hell out of the cat. You know, who knows? Anyway, let's talk some tech. That's enough TV film books. We'll have some more next episode. Let's talk a little tech. Uh, one thing I found interesting that, that just came out today, as a matter of fact. So Tim Cook uh, is the CEO of Apple. And apparently, <laughs> and Everyone should take this with a grain of salt. Apparently, Apple's not doing too well. Uh, No, they're doing perfectly fine. They weren't hitting quite their financial goals as expected. Um, And I think that's because it looks like Google or Android is is getting into part of that market share when it comes to, like, mobile handsets and stuff. Cell phones, you know, they're also called cell phones. Uh, Tablets and that kind of stuff. And then from the computer standpoint, Microsoft's killing it. 
as you all know, I am a Surface Pro user. It's a fantastic machine. Love it. Uh, anyway, because of that, a lot of these top execs at Apple aren't getting their bonuses. Yeah, so they're missing. So, you know, they're not going to be able to buy that extra car this year. Uh, but I found it interesting that, that finally some people are taking a chunk, companies are taking a chunk out of Apple. Uh, because I feel like Apple has gotten to a point where, and again, nothing against Apple. If you like Apple, that's fine. Personally, I'm freaking tired of them. I'm finally at the point where I'm like, I'm not replacing this iPad. When this iPad dies, I'm I, that's it for the iPad. I don't, I don't need one. I, it's too much of a hassle now. Um, but I also feel like Apple's just putting out, like, not that they're putting out complete junk, but the stuff that they're like, this is, this is amazing and innovative and practically magic. Don't even get me started on the stupid tagline, practically magic, because it's freaking ridiculous. Calm down, Apple. You're a tech company. You're not magical. You, you, you know, so stop. Anyway, it, it's the stuff they're putting out. Like this new MacBook. It has, and oh, we have a little swipe panel where you can scroll through emojis and you can put your fingerprint. Like, okay, so emojis that have always been there, now you can scroll through them with your fingers, uh, or the fingerprint thing, which computers have had since, like, the early 2000s. Um, and then and they're like, oh, it's a touch, it's a little touchscreen strip. Oh, so I can use that little strip on your, your laptop, and I can touch it and use my fingers on it, but not the monitor, like I can with my Surface Pro or most of the Windows 10 laptops that are in the market today. But yes, Apple's very innovative. Continue innovating, Apple. Put a little touch, a fake touch screen in there. Um, don't even get me. You know, we've talked about the stupid headphone jack. They, t- you know, you're, you're not being innovative. You're not magic. Just stop. Just stop with it. That's enough. Um, anyway, I, I feel bad that Tim Cook can't get his his fifteenth Mercedes this year. You know, I think he'll be okay. Um, and I'm sure Apple's going to do just fine. But I did find it interesting that someone's finally kind of taking a bite out of them. Uh, you know, I don't think we're going to get back to the point where we were in the 90s where everyone's like, Mac? Who uses a Mac? That's crazy. Uh, you know, and everyone's going to be stuck on it. All these creatives are like, oh, I need to have a Mac to be creative. I can't be creative without a Mac. It has to be done on a Mac. That's fine. If you think that, that's totally fine. Uh, but maybe open your mind a little and see that there is better stuff in the marketplace. Uh, and, and, and I think Tim Cook's doing just fine, along with all the other execs over there in Apple. Uh, sitting in their nice, ridiculous new facility, which I don't think it's open yet, but it's opening soon. If you haven't seen that, check it out. Ridiculous new campus they're building uh, up in Silicon Valley. So another thing from the tech standpoint, NES Classic, still not available. I'm waiting to get mine. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Let me know, wall fans, if if you see them finally getting back in the market, which it's just a matter of time because it's January, Christmas is over, so they're done holding back their stock and creating all this havoc over, you know, freaking video games and stuff. Um, but I still don't have mine. I really want it. I want to play some Zelda. You know? Come on. Come on, Nintendo. Put some more in the marketplace. Uh, but anyway, if you're listening and you're seeing where they're popping up somewhere, I, for the normal price, the, the $60 price, not this $300 price like a lot of people are selling them for uh, because they, they hyped it up for Christmas, but they're still not out there. I'm very sad. I cry myself to sleep every night because I don't have an NES Classic. That's not true. You guys know it's not true. I'm not even, I don't know why I'm even saying that's not true because you know it's not true. Anyway, another fun tech thing that I caught today, yesterday, I caught this recently. There was a news piece in San Diego where they were talking about the Amazon Echo. Now, I'm going to be careful because we've talked about this with Google and using those terms where I could be 
starting people's Android phones off with a certain command. Uh, so I'm going to be careful. But they had a piece on Alexa, and apparently what happened was this family had an, an Amazon uh, Echo, which the, the voice command is... Um, okay, be careful out there. The voice command is Alexa, so I'm sorry if I just set off your, your, your Amazon Echo. I'm, I'm going to say Echo from here on out because most people, unless you have a daughter or someone in your house named Alexa, uh, you, you, Echo's not going to get it going. If you do, then you have it programmed to, to take commands when you say Echo, and I'm sorry if I'm uh, setting off your, your, your Echo right now by doing that. But anyway, there's a news piece about this family had an Echo, and, and their, their daughter had accidentally ordered a, 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 like a dollhouse. A dollhouse and something else. And so they're doing this news piece. It was on a news channel in San Diego. Not sure which one. It, one of, It's ABC, CBS. Can't remember the channel numbers down there. I should. They should be ingrained in my head from when I was a child growing up down there. Uh, but there's a news piece going on. And a bunch of people's Amazon Echoes actually started ordering these dollhouses. Which I thought it was just ridiculous funny. So apparently... <laughs> Don't put your Echo near the television, uh, especially if there's a news piece coming on about the Echo. Which, and actually, I saw another story where where a kid tried to call up a, a certain song uh, using the the Amazon Echo. Which, as you know, it, it's, I'm not going to explain the damn thing to you. It's a personal assistant with speaker built in. Blah blah blah. The, they tried to call up a song, and instead of Echo pulling that song up, it actually pulled up uh, some pornographic audio material. So extra extra fun so be careful if you have one of those our google home is still not hooked up i'm i'm at the point where i'm waiting till we just get into the new house to have this thing hooked up we're gonna talk about that some more as i get some more hands-on experience with it uh but be careful out there if you have a google home or and especially if you have an amazon echo uh, because your kids could be just ordering ridiculous stuff um now now that i've said that if there's any kids that listen to this podcast they're like running to the amazon like oh my god i can order so much stuff you know, I, I'm pretty sure that your parents can cancel it, so don't try doing that, kids, because uh, someone will catch up with it. But I found it ridiculously amusing uh, that that this was happening, especially with, like, CES and stuff happening this week. All right. CES. There's going to be more on this because more stuff's coming out, you know, over the next week or so. CES is just ending. Uh, so you see some of the stuff coming up in the marketplace soon, whatever it might be. Uh, but I found some some fun stuff, kind of some some highlights from CES this week. Um, just just fun little products that are coming out. So let's talk a little bit about that. Some of these are ridiculous. So one new thing coming out is the fridge cam. Extremely frivolous. And I saw this at first. I was like, oh, fridge cam. Is that so you can, like, catch someone stealing stuff in your fridge? Like, if you have roommates? Because, well, I'll tell you. Oh, boy. When I was in my 20s, that's my, oh, you got to lock up your food, man. Uh, but it's really not being marketed that way. It's being marketed so that you can be anywhere in the world, jump on your fridge cam, and see what is in your fridge. We're just throwing that paper right away. We don't even need to talk about that anymore because um, you don't need a damn camera in your fridge, which is that, that reminds me. My wife and I were looking at refrigerators because new house. We got to get a new refrigerator. Uh, so we were looking at refrigerators the other day, and I came across this one they had at Sears, and it was an, uh, it was either an LG or Samsung smart refrigerator. has like a, basically a, a, a tablet built into the door. Um, again, I guess if you just have a bunch of money to blow, by all means do it. But I was like, uh, this is not something we need. We just simply, I don't need a, a, a smart refrigerator and a tablet on it. It's going to give me the weather and stuff. Like I've got that in my pocket. Um, of course I, you know, 
<laughs> I say that and I've got a Google Home and all this other stuff. So, so I understand. Personally, I thought it was frivolous. The, the fridge cam is ridiculous. You don't need to see inside your damn fridge and know what's in there. You know, just stay on top of it. And, and you know, and, and I'm sure you can't, like, see expiration dates. I mean, the, the only thing I think of is, if, like, that it could be somewhat useful is if you're at the office and, you you know, and you live, like, alone. So you, you don't have anyone at home to call. Um, and, and you just, you, you're really poor planner, but you're going to the grocery store on the way home. You can go on and, and maybe if you have like clear bottles of, of drinks and stuff, you can be like, Oh, the milk is looking really low. I got to get a gallon of outside. Of, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Uh, but so, there's some fun stuff coming out. One thing though, and forgive me on pronunciations, these companies come out with these damn things and I can't understand how to pronounce them. Uh, Cerevo Tacklem. Probably totally pronouncing that wrong. Now, what these are, they're essentially smart shoes. They're VR. I don't, it's not smart shoes. They're VR shoes. Uh, and so what this is, you know, we've talked about the VR headsets on, on this podcast in the past. Fun stuff. I think there, there's a lot of great uses for them. Um, and this actually works in conjunction with your VR headset. And if you get around to listening, or to listening, to reading Ready Player One, this especially make will make sense, or if you've already read it, this will make sense for you. They're essentially... Um, shoes, you, you put them on your feet and, and they provide haptic feedback and haptic, it means like it, it's, it's feedback from what you're seeing within the VR headset as, and, and, and when you're doing things and it's essentially vibrations, um, and, and certain feelings when you're, you're walking across certain surfaces, like in the VR world. So if you're walking like on a beach, it's going to feel like sand, um, underneath your feet, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Again, kind of frivolous. You know, you, you probably don't necessarily need that, but I see, I see the appeal, and it's kind of cool, um, especially if you're getting into again, read Ready Player One. Um, you know, that is the very extreme example of it, uh, but I can see the use for it, and it, it kind of puts you even more into this virtual world. Uh, you know, that, that's out there. And the other one, which actually came up right after this, uh, was the, the Usense Fingo. Um, and essentially, this is this is an attachment for your virtual reality headset uh, that tracks your hand movements in real time. So, like right now, when you're when you're using just the, the Samsung headsets and like the Google headset and everything, you, you can't like it doesn't doesn't register your hands uh, when you put them like up in front of your face. This new little device does. Um, I don't see it as useful as like the shoes, uh, but you can kind of you're like looking at your hands, like oh I'm touching this, I'm touching whatever it is. Uh, so I thought that was kind of cool too. Um, and we're not even going to talk about the smart toothbrush because you all learned how to brush your teeth when you were like three. Um, and if you don't know how to brush your teeth, you probably have a very large dental bill. I know how that is. I didn't take great care of my teeth in college. I've had my fair share of dental bills. So that's CES for now. We'll probably have some more stuff. Uh, there is more stuff coming out. Samsung actually came out and announced that they're going to they're gonna share the report on the Note 7 and why that exploded. Uh, so we'll probably talk a little bit about that in the future because, you know, we've talked about it on the damn podcast before. Um, all right. We're, 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 getting, oh, we're getting a little short on time here. All right. I have a couple of things, and then, and then we're here. And for those of you watching at home on the video that I never post anywhere, we're, we're going to save some of this. So, so we've got some, some great content. Oh, my God. My pen is dying. Uh, we've got some great content that we're going to save for the next episode. In fact, I'm particularly excited about this one having to do uh, with a mother and her arti- autistic child uh, and kind of the methods she was using. Uh, to help his autism and his outbursts and everything else. But we're going to talk about that on the next episode because it's not time sensitive.
And we're running short of time. I gotta, you know, I, I gotta go check on the wife and check on Zofia. Make sure she's probably got t dirty diapers, um, you know, and that's just part of life. Uh, but one thing I do want to talk about, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of track this one a little bit because I've been reading articles about the restaurant bubble. Uh, now, you know, you always hear these like the bubble burst, the t the 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 the, uh, uh, the tech bubble, and and you know the back in the late '90s and early 2000s, we had the like the 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 website bubble where everyone made a ton of money and then it, it kind of collapsed and people lost a lot of money and stuff. Lately, they're talking about the restaurant bubble, which makes a lot of sense to me. And d depending where you're listening from, see, now, I'm in beautiful Los Angeles. I say beautiful. It, it's really rainy here right now, and it's always smoggy, uh, but beautiful nonetheless. And there are restaurants and coffee shops popping up, like, daily. I drive around. I live in kind of a a hip neighborhood of Los Angeles. I'll, I'll be honest, it's a hip neighborhood. That's why we were able to sell our house for a ridiculous profit, um, and because of that, able to afford a house about a mile and a half away from from our from our current house, uh, is because we're in kind of a hip hip neighborhood where where real estate is is ridiculous. As my uncle John says, it's a it's like another world in in LA, and it is uh, because people if people were hearing you know what my tiny house was worth, uh, you'd probably faint. Unless you're familiar, you know, if you live in L.A. or Southern California, California in general, then it's like no surprise. Uh, but if, if you don't, you know, if you live, especially like in, you know, small town Midwest where I think you could, you could buy a mansion for uh, you know, like 150 grand, you know. I mean, I was driving around Connecticut a couple years ago at Christmas time and I was like, what do you think these houses go for? And looking at these huge, like, I call them mansions, but, you know, houses like gigantic 3,000, at least 3,000 foot square foot houses on like a half acre minimum. So like, what do you think it's go for? Like 500,000 at least? And like, oh no, that's maybe 180, 200. Holy crap, you gotta be kidding me. That doesn't even buy a townhouse in LA. Uh, so anyway, we're not gonna get into that. But anyway, nonetheless, I live in this kind of hip, hip part of Los Angeles, hip neighborhood of Los Angeles. Um, and there's constantly restaurants popping up to the point where it's just getting oversaturated. And apparently what's, hap what's also happening is because there's so many restaurants popping up, uh, there's not enough talent to run these restaurants. You know, there's not enough servers and bartenders and restaurant managers and stuff. So owners are ending up having to overpay the staff just to keep them on uh, or to lure them to their restaurant, which creates more overhead for them. Uh, so not only are there just too many restaurants, but they're creating more overhead for themselves. And there's a lot of articles out there. We'll probably share one on the Facebook page talking about how the restaurant bubble is going to burst. And I could definitely see that because let's let's not forget, you know, things like frozen yogurt. Super popular in the 80s and kind of regained a little momentum in the mid 2000s. Uh, cupcakes. Remember cupcakes? When that's, that, oh, that's all anyone wanted, like Eight years ago was cupcakes, and there's cupcake shops popping up everywhere. Not so many of those anymore. So now what's happening is all these hipster restaurants are popping up and going crazy, and uh, just a matter of time before they start closing. And in fact, on that note, there's apparently a really popular restaurant in Santa Monica. I've never been there. I've heard of it. It's called Formosa Cafe, uh, and they just out of nowhere shuttered their doors today. Uh, so you can no longer go to Formosa Cafe in Santa Monica. Um, if I, you know, if you're a big fan of that, I'm sorry that you won't be able to go to your restaurant anymore. Personally, I never went there, uh, but I could understand if, if one of my favorite restaurants closed down, uh, I, I, would be upset as well. So every once in a while I drive by Polka and, and there's a Polish restaurant in my neighborhood, um, called Polka. As you know, I'm Polish. I love Polish food and it's fantastic food. Um, <laughs> like we were driving by there, I think yesterday or today, my wife and I, uh, with, with Zoe in the backseat, 
I can't remember where we're going. We're going somewhere. I think we were going to Sears, whatever it was. And I, and I look over, and there's a for lease sign in the shopping center where Polka is. In fact, next to Polka. And I'm like, oh, my God, no, no, no. Oh. Luckily, it was for the, the retail space next door. <laughs> but I do that now, and, and I'm like, no. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. Um, and, in fact, they had, like, some electrical problems a while back and had to close for a while. And I was like, oh, my God, please, no, no, please, just don't, don't. And they opened back up, luckily. Um, so I feel for you if you're a big Formosa Cafe fan or if your favorite restaurant is on the verge of closing. Uh, but keep in mind, that restaurant bubble probably going to burst soon. We're going to keep an eye on this one. I just I just find it interesting. Um, again, it's it's like frozen yogurt, cupcakes. You know, I, I know there's been other stuff where it's like every, everyone has to have this and then we're kind of over it after a while. And it's like, oh, but but there's a half a billion of these when we only need like 50 in the entire country. Oh, OK. Well, somebody's losing money. Anyway, um, we're like I said, we're saving a bunch of stuff. I've, I've got some I've got some fun stuff. I'm, I'm actually really excited about the um, and I, that sounds weird. I was going to say I'm really excited about the autistic kid. I'm really excited about the story about the autistic kid and his mother um, and, and, and what she's been doing to help with that. We're also going to talk a little bit about uh, Twitter and this this guy, Nero, who's been kicked off Twitter. If you're not familiar with it, we'll talk about it um, having to do with Leslie Jones. I do want to get into a couple things real quick before we sign off on Episode 10. Uh, sports ball. I know, sports ball, most of you absolutely love it, uh, but I do have a couple things, and as per usual, these are more social related. We talked a little bit about uh, Joe Mixon, you know, real real class act, son of a bitch, playing over there for that ridiculously unclassy team, Oklahoma, um, probably be in the NFL soon. Um, just, just make sure you don't go into a restaurant or bar where he is, because he might punch you in the face. Uh, but another thing going on, anyway, NFL playoffs are coming this weekend, uh, so if you're not a football fan and your significant other or your friends are football fans and they're extremely occupied over the next couple of days, that's because the playoffs are happening. Personally, I'll be half-watching until uh, my my ridiculously awesome Patriots are, are, are actually playing because, you know, they're so good uh, that they got a weekend off. They don't have to play till next weekend. Of course, now they say that I probably jinxed them. I'm very superstitious, so we probably won't talk about the Patriots anymore. Uh, but NFL playoffs are, are coming. They're starting this weekend. Super Bowl is going to be happening soon. So uh, for all of you football fans out there, don't worry. We are going to be having a Super Bowl soon for everyone to enjoy. And if you're not a football fan, don't worry. You will be having many parties to go to uh, in about a month where there's ridiculous food and people yelling at a television and awesome drinks to drink and all that good stuff. So another thing happening in the sports ball world right now, there's a guy at Duke, Duke University. Everyone knows Duke University, uh, the university itself. It's a prestigious university, fantastic place from from what I hear. Um, they also have a really good basketball team. If you're not familiar with it, they have a fantastic basketball team. They've won quite a few championships. They have this this coach, Mike Krzyzewski. They call him Coach K. He's he's I, personally, I love the guy because I think he's a good coach. He graduates a lot of a lot of kids. They they go all the way through college, which which I appreciate. Um, but I also love him because he's a Polak from the south side of Chicago. Uh, his name's Shashevsky, starts with K. I'm, I'm not even going to attempt to spell it for you because I can't. Uh, I'm a Polak myself, and and, and and we're just not going to get into the spelling of that. But nonetheless, Shashevsky, Coach K. Um, and they have a player called—his name's Grayson Allen. Big, big prospect for them. Um, well, last year he was playing, and he actually—there was a couple games where he, like, blatantly— purposefully tripped another player, like stuck his leg out, tripped another player, um, and recently he did it again in a game, uh, tripped another player, was was thrown out of the game because it was clearly intentional, and Coach K and Duke came out and said that he was going to be suspended indefinitely. And I was like, you know what? Good on you, Duke. Good on you. Have some class. You know, sh- show the guy that you, you that that's not what you do at Duke, you know? 
Really, it's not shouldn't be what you do anywhere. But Duke happens to be kind of a classy university. The good reputation. Like I said, Coach K has been coaching forever, forever. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, he actually uh, he just he just coached. Well, he he's no longer doing it, but he was the coach of Team USA. Uh, so coached them to I think three gold medals, the last three Olympics, at least the last two, might be the last three. I want to say the last three. Um, so j- you know, just a great guy in general. Um, until I heard this recently this week. So this Grayson Allen. Indefinite suspension means, you know, you, you're, we don't know how long you're suspended for, but usually it means you're going to be suspended for a while, and usually you got to make kind of a mea culpa, you know, show that you're doing a little better job of, of whatever it might be, you know, on the court, off the court, you know, if you're a student athlete, make you a little better at the academics. Um, so indefinite suspension. I was like, eh, good on you, Duke. Good for you. Well, he ended up sitting out one game. <laughs> one game, Grayson Allen sits out. And they let him back on the court. Now, that's fine. I get it. Because, honestly, he didn't do anything as egregious as, like, hitting someone like Joe Mixon. Um, You know, I I don't agree with the tripping and everything. But don't come out and say you're suspending someone indefinitely and then do it for a game. It should have just been one game from the beginning. And and I feel like that's really just a big screw-up on the part of Coach K uh, and Duke University. Um, So get it together. You know, don't fool us all and make it seem like you're doing something like, no, we're taking a stand here. You, th- This is not what we stand for. Eh, one game seems about right. No, 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 no. Then say it's one game. Don't pretend like you're doing a big thing because then you just end up looking worse. You end up looking worse. If they had just said one game, everyone might have been like, ah, oh, it doesn't seem like enough, but at least they're being honest. You know? You can't tell me that that much changed over one game. One game. Anyway, if you're interested, check it out. Grayson Allen, he's a real douche, I think, out there on the court um, and, and really doesn't have respect for other players, it seems like. Uh, and another one I want to talk about, there's there's a player, Randy Gregory. He's a defensive player for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he's He's gotten into some trouble for some failed drug tests. Now, apparently these failed drug tests, and you all know how I feel about medical marijuana. I think it's ridiculous that athletes aren't able to use this. And apparently his, his couple of failed drug tests, so in the NFL, you fail a drug test, you sit out four games. You fail another drug test, you sit out ten games. You fail another a third drug test, you sit out a year. Well, he didn't actually fail a third drug test, missed a drug test. They count that as a failing drug test, and now he's sitting out a year. And it's kind of widely known that his, his failed drug tests were for marijuana. And again, you all know how I feel about this. I think it's ridiculous that these pro athletes can't use medical marijuana, but we pump them full of Vicodin and all this other stuff, and they shove beer ads down your throat when you're watching sporting events and all this other junk. Um, But the one thing that really gets me about this is I get it. I agree that he should be able to smoke some marijuana, whether it's medicinally, even recreationally, because you, you, you can't sit here and tell me that's worse than drinking a bunch of booze. You just, you can't, I won't stand for it. It's definitely not worse than popping a bunch of pills. You know, let's be honest. But the thing is, if you're a professional athlete and you know you can't do that, why do you continue to do it? That's what bugs me. Now, I'm kind of on his side because, you know what, that's fine. You're smoking a little pot. That's fine. But you should know better. Is it worth the millions? He's missing out on a lot of money because that's suspended without pay. A lot of money and his future. And is it worth it? Is it worth it? You know? Granted, we need to make some strides when it comes to medical marijuana. But if you know going into something that you can't do it, why do it and jeopardize your career? 
and millions of dollars. You know? Now, I guess if you don't care, then that's fine. Ricky Williams, who was a running back, he went to the University of Texas, and uh, he played for the New Orleans Saints and the Miami Dolphins. He was very much into marijuana. And he quit the NFL to go find himself and, and smoke marijuana. And there was some spirituality to him, blah, 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 you know, that he was in. But he accepted that, you know. And maybe Randy Gregory is too. But this happens where these athletes get caught, and it's like, is it worth it? And I've said it in the past when it comes to PEDs. They call it performance-enhancing drugs, like steroids and stuff. I could see if you're toiling away, you know, these these professional sports leagues have uh, minor leagues. You know, football really doesn't. Uh, but baseball has minor leagues. Uh, the NBA has the D League. There are minor leagues for hockey. And I could see if, if you're toiling away not making a lot of money and you take that risk. I'm not condoning it. I don't think anyone should be using performance-enhancing drugs. But I could see that argument, you know. However, if you're already making a bunch of money, why risk it? And these guys do it. They risk it. They risk it. They risk it, you know, for a little bit more of an edge. So instead of making $5 million this year, you can make $7 million next year. Well, you're still making $5 million this year, but maybe next year you make seven. It's not smart. It's just not smart. Uh, so get with it, Randy Gregory. I hope you get your, your shit together because, uh, you know, it's not worth it. Give it up. Give it up. Smoke some pot in the off season. Make sure you're clean before your drug tests. Uh, so anyway, we got a bunch of stuff we didn't get to. I just didn't. But you know what? We're out of time. We're out of time. I got to go change some damn diapers. I got to eat some dinner. I got to make sure my wife eats some dinner. I know Zofia's is eating some dinner because that's all she does all day is eat, sleep, and poop. Uh, so anyway, thanks for joining us. Like I said, at the top of the show, episode 10. We're now 10 episodes in to Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. And we're growing. We're growing. We've got people helping to extend our reach. Uh, we've got the YouTube channel launched, getting beefier as we speak. Uh, the Patreon page, it's up there. We're going to continue building off of that and, of course, all of our social platforms. Uh, so check us out, facebook.com slash wall. that you can find the Patreon page link there. You can also find the link to our YouTube channel, which is... Still in the works, but it's there. Subscribe if you're bored, if you have some time. It's going to help us unlock some other stuff like custom URLs and all that junk, like I said. Uh, on Twitter, at TellTheWallPod. That's at TellTheWallPod. Uh, been having some fun with Twitter. We're getting a lot of feedback on there. We're getting some like private messages and all that good stuff, too. Um, but don't feel the need to private message. You can definitely be public with it. Uh, I'm talking to you, Darshan. I know you like to be on there as well. And um, sometimes, sometimes we're lagging on it, but we are responding as much as possible. Um, and just continuing to expand. New studio coming soon. Um, and as as always, all the rich, wonderful content that you've come to know and love. Um, and coming soon, because it is 2017, we're going to have some guests. Some guests. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I promised it when we started this podcast. And we're going to have some. So don't worry. It's all coming. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening all throughout 2016. And thank you for joining us again in 2017. As you all know, I am the one and only, but not so one and only, Sean O'Rourke. This is Go Tell It to the Wall podcast, episode 10. Thanks for joining us. And remember, always, 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 always remember out there to make sure you use common sense.